1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. To
0: two two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil, Is shut a shut baby. baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I'm off the Myers in the lead. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over yeah. Baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I hit the boy up and then I go skating around uh, it. Baby, welcome to the party. <laughs> <Pick> <laughs> <some> <laughs> <with> th- <laughs> give me that. Give me lit. Gun on mine. One in the head. <laughs> One in the head. Set in the
2: hello welcome to another touchy Gooners podcast uh, my name is lewis uh and i'm joined by two of our regulars we got german dan and we got shabs how are you doing gentlemen
3: yeah i'm blessed man thanks to high off for sunday still yeah
2: yeah i'm fine as well lads you know i'm really really good thanks for yeah. asking yeah how you do yeah. <laughs> thanks uh I we're also joined by a special guest today actually we've got uh, jessica black uh, it's it's jessinio on twitter she's the host of uh she knows arsenal and and you are my arsenal is that correct uh yes 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 how are you doing jessica
4: i'm good just like you guys i'm still feeling good about sunday and i'm gonna ride that wave as long as i possibly can <laughs> so yeah i'm feeling good thank you for having me
2: no, you're, you're welcome. I mean, listen, at least you got the LA sunshine to to enjoy. What have we got? Rain, sleet, and well, maybe snow sometime, sometime like working soon. Though, from in
3: England. Home. We've got working from home, man. Don't forget that.
2: <laughs> are, you, are you not working from home in LA? Is it what is it? Things open in LA?
4: Nothing is open in LA. Oh, Everything damn. is like super strict. I know you guys are like out in like June, like June 21st or something like that we don't have dates. (laughs) Wow. So yeah, the the governor of California is um, very, very strict and health conscious. So we may be in a little bit longer than you guys. Mm -hmm.
2: Here I thought I would never envy, I I would always be envious of someone living in LA, but maybe not quite right now. No, not
4: yet. Not, not
2: yet, right now. not yet uh, Cool, um, obviously we're we're in good spirits coming into this podcast If you listen to our uh, Patreon piece that we did straight after the game against Spurs on, on Saturday On Sunday, sorry um, You know, you would have got us at our highest Yeah, <laughs> we're not normally uh, uh, a positive and cheerful bunch on this podcast You know, we often get complaints of being a bit moody and a bit negative But, you know, we were all happy and good vibes on Sunday, weren't we Shabs?
5: happy as larry happy as larry <laughs> i'm telling you um yeah right it, it was the discord was fun on sunday you know uh-huh, you plug couple the Discord, couple bows couple bow bow bows you know some singing um you know uh, it, it's my drug we smoked a spurs pack a loudy on sunday some singing times. some some singing, some, some tears,
2: some of, I'm going to put your rent up. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> all, so, all so, sorts. Yeah.
3: All
5: sorts
2: of we start, guys. Oh, start, some predictions. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, we, we predicted then Dumbita would go off at the 60th minute. Oh, yeah, I got that we one off. nailed on. Mm-hmm.
2: Nailed yeah, on, it
3: it I was, got that.
5: It was, it was bittersweet. Yeah. Bell yeah. got yeah. dragged. Um, Jermaine Janus was, you know, Oh, that was glorious. I don't even cat cat watch much of the day, but I tuned in for that. you had to tune in for that. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We rocked the apple cart on... On Sunday, still, it's my let, drug, isn't
2: it? It's my drug. Let, let me start with Jessica anyway. Um, Jessica, what was your what was your thoughts going into the game? Was you because uh, me? I was quite confident, you know, which might surprise some people, but I was quite confident going into the game. I predicted us to win, and um, yeah, it was no surprise to me at the way we played and the result we got in the end. So, uh, what what was your thoughts going into the game? And and you know, any surprises at the result? Um, I mean, I
4: wasn't, I wasn't overly confident you know i didn't think okay we're just going to run away with this i actually thought the game would be really really close um in u.s commentary it was really unbalanced pretty much all spurs good arsenal bad you know jose good arteta bad you know just basically you know we had no chance of beating them that's pretty much what they were saying but i thought that that was strange considering the fact that their their recent form uptick in form was super recent it wasn't like it was a it wasn't but like two weeks ago when they were talking about Nagelsmann potentially coming in. So I thought that that was like super short sighted of them. But um, I thought, you know, everything, you know, would be fine. You know, we either tie or barely scrape it or they're barely scrape it. I thought it'd be 2-1 us. So I did get that right. But, um, you know, nothing really surprising except for obviously the Abamang stuff. You know, um, I'm not surprised at Abamang's actions. Um, I follow Dortmund, so I know what he's all about. But at the same time, the fact that it came out and it became such a topic of conversation was a little annoying right before Northland and Derby. That being said, when I was talking about my like, pre-match stuff, I thought this is more of a Lacazette, Pepe, Saka, Emile Smith-Rowe type of game. So I wasn't devastated that a bombing wasn't in, in the lineup because I thought Lacazette would be a better fit. And I think, I mean... Maybe we would have won even if Aubameyang was out there, but I do think that the result would have been different. I think we needed somebody out there that was willing to battle. I know that Lacazette sometimes has a hard time finishing, but overall, I think the game went the way I thought it was going to go. You know, so I'm I'm happy about it. You know, nothing nothing from me. I I'm good. You know,
2: we we on our on our podcast network we have a, a Spurs podcast called The Touchline Hot Spurs.
4: That's unfortunate.
2: And yeah, it's, it's very unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Um, and they've been awfully quiet this week. Awfully, awfully. I'm quiet, sure. You know you they know, were I'm, really
4: confident. Well,
2: they, they very were confident. They were. Certain certain members of their podcast actually said we had zero percent chance of winning. You know, they they were all talking a bunch of that was podcasts. the
4: narrative, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's surprisingly so. You know, I think people really buy into this whole oh, Jose against Arsenal kind of narrative. But if I remember correctly, I think we've actually done right against Jose in 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 past meets like it was more of a Chelsea hoodoo wasn't it the the Jose I think it was
4: more of a Wenger thing you know I don't think Wenger Wenger. had he had a horrible record against Jose you know but Uh, yeah even Unai Emery I think beat them twice in the league you know unfortunately we lost to them Baku you know and to Chelsea but the Jose thing is a joke like he's a relic you know, he's a dinosaur. And I remember talking to like Abby Summers before the game and she was saying that Jose had changed. And I was looking at her like, mm, mm, he doesn't change. He, he's always going to be this Amazon way. He's not going to change. I mean, they were more offensive because they were playing against crap teams. They were playing against Burnley and Crystal Palace and Wolfsburg. Mm. So of course, Bale cuts, Kane and son should run all the way over them, you know, but against us, like, as big of a joke as David Luiz can be. Sometimes he's not a crap defender. Like our defense against them is not that unbalanced, you know, and I would take our offense, you know, going up against Sanchez and Dyer slash Toby, like so unbalanced, but I mean, we won the game. So what could I say?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And what's his name? Doherty, Ken Doherty, I'll call him. Um, He had a nightmare. Yes.
5: Again, Coronation Street. Ke- that Ken- no, that's not Ken. That,
2: is that Ken Doherty from Coronation no, Street? Not Ken. No, Ken no. Is the snooker player. Oh, Ken. Do-
5: okay, okay, okay.
2: You don't know okay. about Ken Doherty. You're not no, old no, school. No, that's where. No, right.
5: no, I'm not. Well,
2: you didn't okay. used to watch BBC
5: One on the on, well, on, the, on the Saturday you, afternoon. Oh, that's the first you time I have heard. I'm snooker. not old school. <laughs> but okay, yeah, I don't know. But I just don't know about snooker. I thought you talk about curry. So, you know, well,
2: I like a bit of snooker. No, but do your
5: thing, man. each to their own innit it.
2: Yeah, um, German Dan, let me go to you. Um, you were in the Discord live and central with me. You know, handing out those bows to the to the to the Tottenham boys. Um, just talk me through like how you felt the uh, the performance went, and um, you know, just how happy were you to dunk on Tobias's head?
3: Listen, I, I enjoyed the Discord very very much, and um, if you remember in the Discord, we obviously everyone knows the, the course of the game. We went one 0 down. And uh, the bells were ringing for a good two minutes. Bow, bow, bow. bow. I was could rattled. Hear, could hear it, but I could I could hear someone sh- shout my name, German Dan. And then bow, 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 bow. German Dan, bow, 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 bow. Just took my time, waiting for the bells to calm down. And I was who called? Who called for me? Me. I was like, okay, <laughs> you called for me, bow. What's 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 your issue? Well, no one. I was like, cool, man. I'm I'm a composed guy, you know. Let's let's speak later. Let's speak later. So. And uh, we spoke later as well. And um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was right what was the conversation we, like? Yeah, just asked them how, how how um Bell was doing and mm. and Umberto was doing. All these guys were doing. You know, it was it was very very. Do you know when something's bittersweet. Like if you guys know me, you, you guys know I love Baileys. I love Hard I love music, <laughs> both of them together. Everything <laughs> German. Yes, you <laughs> yeah, put all that, people, all that stuff mixing together. Mixing stuff together. Put the Baileys, the hagen and Spurs tears in there. Oh my Ooh, God, I was delicious. That delicious. Delicious. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a, and, a um, on the game, on the game, like just analytically, I think we started very well. Um, same, same as um, Jess and Louis, I, I expected us to win. Um, I think we all did our predictions. I think um, Shabs, you predicted to win as well. No, um, no, no, I said one, I said one, one. Oh, okay. Shabs. I was close. I was close. I was mm. close. But I just think the the Emirates thing. When whenever we play them at home, I think the North London derbies are fairly easy to predict. When Arsenal play at home, we don't tend to lose those games. At a minimum, we draw them. more time, we win them. Like so. Um, of course, we we've not done too well to against Spurs in the last two or three occasions we've met them. But we we've been in good form and we've the way we approach play now is much more positive than when we played them in December as well. So. I was thinking, yeah, we at home, we will do them. Even with no fans, I think the players are very much aligned and know what this game means. And the added effort will take us over. over, over. And um, I think on the game, just just quickly as well, I think Udegaard and um, Smith-Rowe were just fantastic. Um, it, was a, it was really, um, you could really say it was a masterclass in keeping the ball, getting into the right spaces, and recycling and finding new openings. And... They made it very hard for Spurs' midfield in their defence to cope with us generally. I think Partey and Jacka did a good job, but the real danger meant for them too because they couldn't pick them up and they affected um, the way Spurs could um, exert their control or even approach the game. Um, and uh, yeah, big, 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 um, big um, what do you say? i uh, give them a bow as well, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, I just want to quickly raise a point on Emma Smith Rowe because, um, like you, I thought he was unbelievable, and you know, I think it was no coincidence that as soon as he came off and that Donkey William came on, that's where the the tide started to turn a little bit. You know what I mean? I made a point in, on on the Patreon pod and on the main pod as well that when you lose that intensity of running, like I feel like Willian just runs for the sake of running. He's running to get his stats up. He's running to to not get told off, essentially. But there's no intensity in what he's doing. You know, when Emil Smith makes a run into the corner, into space, there's a purpose to it, you know? And there's something quite peculiar about this new batch of young players coming through Arsenal. So your Saka's and your Emil Smith Rose. Even um, your Joe Willocks, right? Do you remember, like, a few years ago, Arsenal players who who would come through the academy were always accused of not being tactically there. And I feel like this new bunch of youth players really have it. Like, Emil Smith-Rowe understood exactly how he was going to take advantage of Doherty on, um, on Sunday. And systematically, we broke them down. And it was, just, it was just using your brain. It wasn't anything about being the greatest footballer in the world or anything like that. Recognise space, attack it. And um, yeah, Shabs, I'll go to you. Like, how impressed are you with Smith Rowe and um, what he's been bringing to the side since he's come in since Christmas?
5: I think everyone knows my thoughts. You know, um, they're plastered all over Twitter. I was calling for the boy um, to, to, to be given a chance um, I've got a tweet. I'm going to find the tweet and pin the tweet. But it's from December before the run, and I said, just give him a run of ten games and see how he does. You know, and even even ten was me being um, overly optimistic at the time. Um, but it's happened, you know. And really, he's he's in the form that he's in. He's undroppable for me. Um, I think as far as Sunday's game, from the first minute, you know, he made a run in behind. Um, and, and and that was it. I think Tierney played him in and, um, you know, he looked to um, cut the ball back and he just kept going and kept going and kept going time and again, time and again. Um, you know, he knew exactly how to use the space. He was effective without the ball. He was effective with the ball. He was effective um, kind of like on both sides of the ball as well. So when we were attacking, but when we were defending as well, um, the, the, he just offers us... So much, and I think it's no coincidence, really, because um, it's no coincidence that when he came off, we um, we struggled to manage the game. I think what we needed at two one was game management. I think I said this in the um, on the, on the Patreon piece for the post match, but we we really needed game management, someone just to understand the game situations and take the sting out of the game and and and, um, and speed it up and slow it down at times. William is not the guy who gives you that. Um, Odegaard, yes, you know, we, we know how good he is with the ball. We know how good he was, especially in the attacking third on 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 Sunday. But I think, you know, um he needs another player in there as well to 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 kind of do that with him alongside him. Uh, not that he needs, but I think it would have benefited the way the game went on Sunday from also having someone in there to do that with him. But I saw a difference when ESR came off and I think we did we did struggle you know those quick touches he gets the ball and he can just move it quick you know um, whether that's knocking it past the player or whether that's playing it very quickly but he's always aware he's got you know his spatial awareness is is is, is amazing and he just knows seems to know what to do um, at all times in the game especially in the attacking third especially when it comes to knowing where to stand when to like it's one thing moving as well but the thing with esr that he gets right timing again is the timing of his moves when you um really take on board the timing of his runs and that you know he he's doing these high intensity um movements or these high intensity sprints and we saw that time and time and time again and i just thought the boy is um you know the boy is amazing, but he's played with this level of application since he's come into the side, really. So, um, mm. and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. He should have had a goal. Um, very unlucky with that strike. You know, mm. we were all celebrating when we saw that. That
2: He was celebrating, did you know yeah, exactly? We
5: were, we <laughs> that's my point. We were all celebrating. He mm. should, and what a goal that would have been. You know, I, I think it's so harsh that you know, him being an, an academy prospect and a Hale NDU and he and he and he struck that sweet and it was the it, it was his um you know when when i say um he's still we all say he's still playing with a handbrake on but um for that strike you could see like, I, the the ball came across rolled across i think from from the right hand side Did Partey play it across but there were a few players who were in the mixer and kind of all going for the same ball and he commanded that situation i think he called for it and they all just kind of dispersed and like you know he rolled his foot over the top Moses and the Red Sea rolled his Mm. foot over the top of the ball that little European flair and then boom sweet strike.
0: ESR and the Red Sea. Yeah yeah. and it's just yeah I think
5: I I, I, and I still think there's the white
2: sea with Spurs yeah and then yeah definitely just trying to think of analogies here yeah yeah, but yeah, yeah there's yeah.
5: still more to come from him. There's an argument about how effectively is playing off the left, um, whether he's better in the ten. But yeah, I was going to ask you guys works, that. Fantastic.
3: I was going to ask you guys that. What what are your general thoughts? I think this was um was it the first game where Isar played on the left with Tierney behind him? So I think it's a different different proposition when Tierney is on the on the white left and Isar's in, in, inside the half-space compared to when he's playing with Cedric who. Naturally, we'll use his right foot to come inside and try to pass our sides, which forces ESR right to the left um, hmm. and Cedric in, in, into the to, to the in the inside zones. So I think the positioning when there's a left foot left back is very very different. Um, and ultimately, I think I know this is a question for you guys as well, but I'm giving my answer already. Thanks for that, Yeah. yeah. I, I think they can. I can think they, I think they can pretty much um, play together. Just it's, it's just yeah. about how are we utilizing them but I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm I, i'll I, defer to jessica first
4: um i think that they could definitely play together and i i'm not too worried about emil smith row playing off of the left hand side because i think the left wing i know that he he was running into that left half space but i think he more played like a second 10 which is pretty much how we play now the left wing usually plays sometimes in possession as a second 10, which is good for him because that's where, really where he wants to play. I think eventually as this team gets older and matures, and obviously we have some sort of core now that Emile Smith-Rowe and Odegaard might end up playing in a three-man midfield, you know, with maybe a party or something like that. I don't think I that this is a that. finished product. I think Arteta's is just trying to get as many of these offensive players on the field at one time, keep in at the same time, being able to keep his defensive stability, you know, we don't have, we're not good enough right now to just play with one more defensively minded, you know, center midfielder. So we have to play with a double pivot, but once we we switch that I can definitely see a Smith row and Odegaard playing on either side of like a Thomas party. And we add somebody else like a Pepe on the left or Pepe and, and Saka can play off the wings and we have another striker. So I'm not too worried about it. I think that, you know, what Arteta said is like quality players can always play together because they have the same level of intelligence. You know, we we've, we've seen it in the past with like old Arsenal teams with like Santee and Ozil and, you know, Wilshire and, and all these players, they can basically all play in the same positions. You just throw them out there and it just works. And I think that that's kind of what we're getting because we have a better technical quality now. With some of these players as well as a higher football iq which is something that we've been missing for a long time you know so i'm not too worried about it you know i think smith rowe does want to play a 10 role but i actually see him more as an attacking eight because he's actually really good defensively too like he never shirks his defensive duties which it, to me is is amazing for a young player to be able to do both and do both well you know so i i absolutely love him and as he's also going to physically fill out more and i think he's going to look more like Jack Grealish I think I love Jack Grealish but I think Smith Rowe is is similar to him I know a lot of Arsenal fans want Jack Grealish but please watch Emile Smith Rowe play they're very similar Mm. you know we don't need Jack Grealish we have Emile Smith Rowe when he fills out he's going to be just like that maybe even better because he's taller
2: that's very that's very very big praise because I'm a big Jack Grealish fan and I I do hear what you're saying about the Jack Grealish um, similarities is and I D- there's there's something I w- I'm not really worried it's about.
3: The shin pads, man. It's the
2: shim pads. You reckon it's the shin pads? I'm not too sure I about the barnets. To, to be honest, all <laughs> that the, the hair coming down to his eyebrows. I think he needs to get rid of that. I'm not I'm not too sure. You know, I prefer Jack. is a, drag- a, drag- a uh, hair to be fair, but yeah, we're not here to discuss hairstyles. But um, I, I I do see that handbrake coming off soon, um, because I think it just happens when you start to believe in your wave. You know, when you start to believe in your source. And Emil Smith-Rowe knows he's a saucy player. And I think the moment that it dawns on him that, you know, yeah, you know what? I can do bits at this level. Then I, I think we can start seeing that handbrake come off slowly. And and even, I think it even came off against Spurs. Like the fact he was shooting, you know, taking commands of those situations and whatnot. Um, yeah, just in, in reference to your point, Dan, I can definitely see them playing together. I think they, they struck. A really good uh, combination on that left hand side. Um, I think they, you know, complemented each other well. And, you know, we, we, we don't want anyone getting in Tierney's way. Do you know what I mean? Just stay out of Tierney's way because he's going to do what he's got to do. And we don't need anyone occupying that space. Let him go and burn Doherty to death. And, you know, Emma Swithrow can come in and do his thing, you know? And, um, you know, I think them two could really strike a a, a good partnership. Um, go- going forwards, Jess, what I should have done at the start of the podcast actually is to see if you're you're part of, uh, you know, if you're really part of our gang, right? Is your thoughts on certain Arsenal players right now? I'm gonna put you on the spot, okay? What's your general thoughts on uh, Granite Xhaka?
4: I think you guys are gonna hate me because I feel like you're <laughs> setting me up. But um I have to be honest that like I was a huge granite jocka hater probably oh, okay. no,
2: no, a couple of months mean, we're, ago. We're gonna be on your side, I reckon then. Yeah, but you're welcome.
4: but let me finish. So I don't think he's as bad as people make him out to seem. I don't as you as so- you made
2: him out to be or as people.
4: I think me and other people in the in in the past I definitely was like this is because the profile of player is not what I look at as like a midfield profile like he's just not my cup of tea he's still not my cup of tea but that being said there's your fantasy players and then there's your real life players that play on your team so I think the reality of Granite Xhaka is one Arteta likes him so he's not going anywhere two he's played a lot better in these last couple of weeks, um, even with the Burnley mistake, he's probably been our best midfielder. Um, I'm not saying that he's better than party. I'm just saying party really hasn't, you know, really stuck his foot in there as much as maybe Jaka. And um, I think we're just going to have to deal with him for a while. You know um, I've been asking people to throw out realistic options for Arsenal, you know, to replace Jaka with and nobody can really give me somebody who's better than him that we can realistically get. You know, so I think the reality is, is that this is the player that we have. If we sign Odegaard, what kind of money is left to replace Shaka? And quite frankly, I don't think Arteta is going to replace him. So I don't hate him. I want him to play good every game. Um, he's not my profile of midfielder that I love, you know, but I have Thomas Party now, so I'm not as worried about it. That's my ideal midfielder, you know, so when they played well together, I mean, you guys just, you just don't rate them at all, do you?
2: No, I mean, listen, we can give him credit where credit is due, right? He's been, he's,
4: he's you know, it's really hard
2: for me to say. It's really hard for me to say he's been good, okay? He's He's been, he's been all right. He's been
5: okay.
4: Why is this so difficult? Yeah, no, like, why it's, is this so difficult?
5: No, no, no. I think there's a spectrum. I think there is there is a spectrum and- I just and, don't like his fanboys. That's what yeah, I don't like. Well, yeah. Or maybe there are even two spectrums. There's a spectrum for, you know, things that he does well, or, you know, um, positive things we like about, him. you know, when even some of us as a, as a cast, even some of his harshest critics in recent weeks have said, you know what, um, you know, he's played with the right mentality. He 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 doesn't hide in situations. Despite he's, you know, we all know that he has, um, you know, physical deficiencies. You know, he's not the most um, athletic That's a bit guy. Harsh. Well, he's, the he's, deficiencies in, in, that was a little <laughs> tough
4: for me to take. I was uh, like, wow. <laughs>
5: In terms of like you know af- a- athleticism, so I yeah, say we athletic, get yourself, athletic we get deficiencies. Yeah, yeah. Just so, because I don't want those, um, you know, no sackability on, on my head either.
0: But, um, but yeah, there's
5: there's there's a spectrum, and you know, I think um, people kind of generally sit in the kind of um, middle lower um, range for him as to kind of yeah where he's at, and then he has games where he kind of. Um, does what he's supposed to, and we kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, validate him. And there's, but there are a lot of times where he does very frustrating things, where he's a bit cowardice in terms of his, he's passing or his progressive passing. Um, and and it's the mistakes for me. It's the erasing these errors out of your game is mm-hmm. is is key. You can't. And and also, I, I you mm-hmm. know, I think there's nothing wrong with just liking what you like. Like you said, it's like the profile of midfielder that. Mm-hmm especially as Arsenal fans that we're used to. And so he's very, very yeah. different from the profile of midfielders that we're used to. So it's difficult to yeah. become accustomed to, to 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 him even there as a starting point. And then we see yeah, yeah. that he has, you know, his presence in the side has coincided with us not doing well. And so, yeah, that's an additional factor. So, yeah. And I, I, think I think that's we mostly what it is, and, though, mm. is that
4: he got to the team and there's a certain group of players that are synonymous with The fall of Arsenal in the last maybe five years because he's been here for five years but I look at the club and I'm trying to figure out why you spend 35 million on a player five years ago 35 million is a grip like my right now it may not seem like it's that much but five years ago that's a lot of money to spend on a player that you didn't even you didn't even surround him with the right type of players for him to thrive if you watch him play for Switzerland he has to play next to A mobile box-to-box player to be successful. So for us not to bring in a Thomas party to wait five years to do it is almost like ruining your own investment. You know, this this notion of him having the most mistakes leading to goals, you know, out of everybody in the Premier League, that's over five years. Eight mistakes in over five years is, is easier to take than thinking it's in one season or two seasons or something like that. Okay, well, we've never been in the top four since he's since he's been at the club. When has that ever been one player's fault? You know what I mean? Like there's just things that are used to like validate this hate for him. And I get it. I understand because you can remember his mistakes. Like the first Arsenal game that I ever went to was Arsenal versus Brighton. You know, when he like grabbed the guy and and got the penalty, you know, and we tied that game one, one, you know, so I feel it, I get it, you know, but I think that there's levels to it. You know, he's not, Amazing. He's not world class, but he's definitely not as bad as people make him out to seem. He's not
3: Mustafi. Do, do you know what? Do you know what I think it, it is though? It's because historically, obviously Arsenal, we've always had top top level midfielders. Mm-hmm. um Even when we didn't go for good periods, uh, and those good periods, we'd still make top four. We always had top level. Not even like, oh, this is a good player. This is a top level midfielder. And then when you have, when you sign a guy um, for a certain amount of money, and he's and, and, and you're thinking this this should be a top-level midfielder, you, you you ascertain or you put those expectations on them. And that coincides with you not being successful for a number of years. And I think generally the expectation was then, listen, if this, guy, if this guy has been here a while and we're not doing well, why is he still here? So that's like kind of, I think the criticism a lot of Arsenal fans have, certainly the criticism I have that is when the signing doesn't work for Arsenal, we, we, took, we take a long time always to pull the trigger. Um, Mustafi basically saw out his contract at Arsenal, and he didn't work after the first eight months. Like you could kind of see, like this guy might not be it. And then we gave him another season, and you knew he wasn't it after that season. But he kind of saw out his contract, so I think that's where a lot of the criticism comes from. But I think Jack, I, I've said this on the Discord a couple day, and not Discord or Patron. Well, we were somewhere, and I was talking about it, and um, and he he is, I think he's a Darwinist man. He's a survivalist. He's someone that um. He in German, you say Schteelfmension. You he just he will he will get knocked down and come back up. Um, if his level did you replicate Sprechen's what he said? Sprechens
5: English. <laughs> please. That's the pod title, by the way. Sprechens it English or, or, the, or, or the word spre- that he said? Or the German word that he said. I don't know what he said. No, I'll, I'll, I'll
2: write it to you. Please, but... please write it to me. How many Zs was in it? <laughs> There's no Zs in that word, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, I've kind of like completely derailed the conversation. Yeah, and, you know, I didn't mean to do so. Um just want to talk on a few more things before we jump into tomorrow's game. Um, We spoke a little bit about Tierney. Well, I spoke a little bit about Tierney. Just how amazing is Chiarantini, Hey, I think he should be Arsenal captain. What do you guys reckon? Yeah,
5: I'm with that. I'm not
3: mad (laughs) at that at all. I ain't mad at that, yeah. I'm not mad at that. Well, we know
5: he's not going to turn up late. Yeah. (laughs) Did anyone see that? um... How do you know? I don't know at (laughs) all, to be honest. I don't. I'm just... Guessing. Oh, but did anyone see the audible of him? um You know, having a go at, at the guys at nil nil, saying "Come come on, guys!" Like, yeah, I watched know, the whole five so minutes. Chances. I
2: watched uh, the whole five
5: minutes. I loved it.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know,
4: was also on there. You know, you guys didn't see his little his little quotes on there. I don't, exactly. I don't... He was out there talking too. Dx, G-
2: G- I saw, it, I saw. It. Don't, don't don't really don't really don't really pay. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, is that GX? That was GX. Do you know what? I kept GX, seeing GX come up on the screen.
3: I'm like, who's GX? <laughs>
0: Uh, honestly I think I think Granit Xhaka
4: would be captain of Arsenal if Arteta could get away with it. I'm
2: sure he would and that would just kill me if he if he could get away
4: with it Granit Xhaka would be captain but yeah KT of course like the only reason why he probably isn't is because he's he's young and he hasn't been here that long but Arteta Mm. already said that he has the qualities you know so Mm. I wouldn't be surprised but I think it needs to be something that's discussed at the end of the season. You can't strip a now, you know, because it would just it would flatten him. He would just no. he's not mentally strong enough to to withstand something like that. You see the way he stormed off and the way he was, you know, sulking. Out I'm, there I'm being slightly tongue late. in
2: cheek. I, I I don't. I'm not really saying. D- d- Take it off of Aubameyang. I'm Aubameyang's biggest fan. I would, I would suggest it. I would take it off of him
4: at the end of the season. Yeah, at the end of the season, I would, because I think it's, it's also we need him to just focus on scoring goals. You Mm -hmm. know, he's, he's a big. You know, we've given him a huge contract, so we need to make it work. We need him to score 20 plus goals a season, and I think that having to try to be captain and score 20 goals a season is too much for him. I think it would release him of some of that pressure. And there's probably three players standing there that would. Happily take it off of his arm. David what Louise, Granite Xhaka and Kieran Tierney.
5: I've never really thought what of you it think, like that to be fair. But, but, but what do you think the implication would be then on him? And 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 he's he's ve- he's also very popular in the in the sub not, so, you know. I, I hear about the um Shaka being very, very popular in the dressing room and the, the players look to him anyway as 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 a leader. But what do you think the implication would be, both internally but also outward facing if mm. um Oba were to be stripped of of, of captaincy it'll be a, it'll, it'll be a media feast for sure and then um that I'm, I, I don't know how, that he'd take too well to that honestly
4: well then he needs to start acting like the captain like how how embarrassing is it for us to have our captain show up late to a north london derby the press gets a hold of it i know that people are like well why did arteta have to tell but everybody already knew so he had to come out with it that's embarrassing as well you know like I personally come from like a everybody has the same rules, the captain needs to uphold the standards, this kind of thing so I don't think there's anything wrong with what Arteta did get there on time, how many Lamborghinis do you have, you can be able to get there on time like you know. Yeah, get on the road and get If you, you tried London, driving drive it around
5: London,
2: yeah,
3: London traffic guys?
5: is wild.
4: <laughs> I live no, but in but Los You live in LA. I LA, LA, I live in LA. Traffic, yeah,
5: LA traffic.
4: Leave early. I'm it. just saying I'm t- if it's if it's if it's at the point where it's it's too hard for him to uphold the, the standard, then maybe just give it to somebody else. But I mean he's he's basically what a, a figurative captain anyway, symbolic captain Mm -hmm. so I mean if you don't take it from him it is what it is but he's just not really a captain for me so and it was embarrassing (laughs) I just thought that that was embarrassing
2: no it it was embarrassing because we had to sort of like we we ended up having to justify it as well. I was like, oh, you know, I was getting into arguments with people. No, he's just been rotated. He's just been rotated, and I'm like, oh, it comes out. Oh, a Bam yang turns up late. I'm like, for fuck's sake, yeah. this guy. What's yeah, wrong yeah, with him?
5: I'm not gonna Seriously. lie. I was, I, I, I was, I was, vexed at Arteta um, when I when I saw the headline. I was like, nah, man, you don't like. I, I there might even be a voice note of me in in, in the group chat saying like, f- fine him. Whatever, but don't drop him for this game. But that was about my lack of confidence in Lacazette. Mm. To be fair, um, uh, but over and above everything else. But when they're saying he turned up late, and when I, when I thought about it, I thought. This is the biggest game for Arsenal fans. This is probably the biggest game, and, and they're saying it's know, not the first all, time. And it's, well. he's got previous, you know, and he's the thing yeah, is, yeah. And so, guys, it, it, all, it, it worked for our I know, I know that the players, the, the
3: players are all always late, like most of the players are always late. I know this yeah. is not great, and he should set an example as a captain, but you should. I think, I think, I think one thing that also ties in with this is that people are not aware of what these players do on a day to day basis. And I know that a lot, a lot of players are late. And, I mean, and but being a captain shouldn't be late, but he's one of them. Yeah. But the thing as
5: well is that it's a, a, a story, and it's definitely not made bigger by the fact that that we won. But yeah, really, um, if it didn't go the way that it went, there's a lot on our... T- Do you know what I mean? There's so
3: many I, I think that's why he released t- a statement,
5: though, Shabs. I think that's why he released a statement. I yeah,
2: think too, he... The second self. Yes. Mm. He didn't want to be... Well, he didn't want to be the manager that you know dropped a Bamiyang. the star striker. Yeah, and then and then if you know if you if you say it after the game, it's it looks like excuse culture,
1: you mm. know. Yeah, yeah, Oh,
2: you've uh, oh you, oh
5: just yeah no, so, you know, I, it just I, it I just sounds bad. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But you say it before the game.
2: Look, listen. After really the game, if we've
3: lost. Was, he doesn't was, even have
2: to say anything. People are yeah, gonna be yeah. like, "Whoa,
5: if Obamiang didn't turn up late, maybe yeah, you know." Yeah, yeah.
2: This was
3: PR one
5: on one. You get Blinder to be fair, but he, he played the out bl- his yeah. exactly, exactly. He played the blinder. It's, have, want, it's so, worked. So, comes, so,
2: yeah. yeah, 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 hundred um, percent. Yeah, I was talking about Kieran Tierney, but we kind of went down to the Obamiang discussion, which is fine, which is what we wanted to get onto anyway. I do have. Can one I give
5: you on? Oh, okay. no, go on. Dan, go on. Dan, Dan, Dan's yeah, thinking like me. I eager was... shout
2: things out. Go on. Yeah, oh, no. Oh,
5: I've... I've... Dan, let me... Oh, let me, let me <laughs> wow. Just... <laughs> this is like this a equivalent notable. of like, you know, when you go to the... Uh, you
2: go first. Yeah, where you go and t- get the TV remote and your hands both touch at the same
3: time. <laughs> it's like... yeah, oh, I don't know about all love... that, man. I want to talk about Cedric, but...
5: same. No, same, same. It's the same. You both want to talk about Cedric. Interesting. Yeah, because I think that... The, the, there's a lot of deserved praise for Kieran Tierney but Cedric for me had a very good game um I, I think uh you know David Luiz and 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 Gabriel as well I think they played yeah. very 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 well I've got shout outs for, for for all of them but I think you know Cedric did uh a, a, a blinding job for me on at right back and um yeah, I just, I, I just want to shout him out and, and give him some love. I think that the side that we put out is probably our best side, bar Aubameyang, for, for lack
4: of a... guys zed. don't like Bellerin,
5: do you?
2: Sh- no, no, we don't like Bellerin. I saw that
4: one coming. As soon as you guys are like, well, Cedric, I'm like, they don't like Bellerin either. Okay. Listen.
2: Bellerin is saucy.
3: saucy,
2: He's all right. Like, but I've got yeah, a real issue be. with Bellerin. You know, I've got a real issue with Bellerin. And I've been wanting Bellerin gone for a while. <laughs> you know, but simply because he holds such a high value in the market, right? But I don't Dude, think that's not he's the reason, worth... stop. stop. That's
5: not the real reason.
2: It is, you that is the real reason. Like the real reason is how it is. We can do way better than Bellerin.
3: We can. For me for me is Ooh. I always look at
2: um like, who Ooh. You, I could name you about ten. Do
3: you know what the thing is in the I Premier look, League by I, by I could
2: name you about ten. Seriously. Oh, we'll come back to Maybe you. Let me, hear, let, let, let me
5: hear what that... Yeah. Let,
2: let think me hear think what about this. I, I,
3: look, I look at the way Chiantini interprets the left-back position, what he gives in terms of dynamism, attacking, threat, um, general, also defensive stealth. Like, um, he gives us a lot. So, And I look on, on the other side and doesn't, doesn't give, um doesn't give us the same. And I know that in football, there's a lot of players out there. You don't need you don't even need to know the names. There's a lot of players. Right back is a very populated position because there's a lot of players that get converted into right backs from center mids, from right wing. There's players that you can find based on your requirements for that right back. Even Bellerin wasn't a right back, was he? No, I think he was a winger. So a winger. based on what you want on that for that from that for that right from that right back, <laughs> if you want him to play inverted, if you want to play him on the outside, you can find players on the market that um I think have more dynamism than that, Bellerin. I think he's lost a lot of his physical capabilities and also um technically i think um the main thing for me with bellown is that i think in the deeper parts of the pitch he's technically secure so in our own half he's he's fairly okay technically but when we go to um when we go up the pitch in the final third and the actions have to be quick and the touches are difficult and you have to exercise the cross straight after i just feel i feel like mm. he lacks technical proficiency technical execution that allows us really to to be a real threat from the side and really quite frankly on the right hand side we've been carried by Rikaru Saka for three months now mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have that much support from Bellerin. Bellerin does his job to a decent degree I think and I think Cedric does that as well but with more technical security so ideally you find a right back that has better physical capabilities than both Cedric and Bellerin and this technical security and then you, you've messi- massively upgraded and um, all of a sudden Agreed. that right hand side looks completely different. And I
2: don't think it's that easy. to. I don't think it's that difficult to do, sorry. I really don't think it's that difficult to do. I've always wanted someone like Ricardo Pereira at Leicester. Like, think about if you had Ricardo Pereira on the, as, a, as our right back instead of Bellerin. We'd be so much better going forward and we'd be so much better defensively as well. And I think that's a huge upgrade on someone like Bellerin. And we could have got Pereira for, what, 15 million? We could have sold Bellerin for about 40 mil and got Pereira for like 15 million under Leicester's noses. Like someone like that is... I just think there's so many opportunities out there to upgrade on Bellerin. And, you know, we're being linked with guys like lampty who I'm a big fan of. Um, Hakimi. Hakimi, Hakim, like,
5: listen. I think Hakimi... Is Hakimi is, and is Tierney on both wings.
4: God. Yeah.
5: That, that's a game changer.
4: We can't what afford I mean. Hakimi.
5: We,
2: we, the thing is... Inter are broke. <laughs> Remember that. Inter are broke. We, we, we might be able to say, we might be able to square up with somehow. I don't know.
3: Give him in return League, or we something. We can do it. We make Champions League. We can do it. Yeah. You have to sell okay. some players without
4: Europe. Up. I just don't. See it. No,
3: maybe not. But
2: even then, even if you don't want to spend thirty-five million on a right back or whatever it is, funny. There's still others out there. There's that guy who plays for Stuttgart who plays like right wing. I think he could play as right back. He was a right back
3: before. Um. Who? What's his name, Dan? His name is Silas. S- Silas. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. He's good.
3: Yeah. I, I think like... there's other other right backs out there. There's one player called Ridley Baku who plays for Wolfsburg. He's placed center midfield. Um yeah, never heard of but He right sounds back. good. What, well, Bundesliga text, yeah. Attacks, yeah. Good. yeah, like a bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
5: yeah. Um
1: Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With the Credit Karma money spend account
2: Jess, I'm 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 assuming that you are a big Bellerin fan.
4: I'm actually not. Oh, like, okay. I, I don't again, he's not my type of right back. Like Tierney is my favorite player on the team. So that is the type of fullback that I prefer. Like more bombastic, get up and down the pitch, you know, tenacious, likes to get stuck in. Bellerin's pretty much the exact opposite. But again, I just kind of give him a little bit of grace because. As much as you know, we, we're thinking he's doing these things, and it's just the way that he is. Arteta is coaching him to do these things: pinch in, underlap instead of overlap. You know, go really deep into the offensive third in the center. You know, the only thing that I don't like about him is, really, that I don't like about him is his, his final ball quality is not good. It seems like he lacks um, a little bit of concentration when he gets to the end line, and instead of just doing a nice cutback on the ground similar to what Cedric will try to do sometimes. Uh, He just seems to kind of like lose his head a little bit and then either cross it at their neck or at their knee instead of just doing something really simple. Um, I just think at this point, it's better for both parties to separate. He's been here for a very long time. He's not going to improve that Arsenal. He needs another challenge and we need something different. But I think the right back position is one that's going to be a little bit it's going to be interesting to see how we tackle it if Bellerin leaves because we don't really know what kind of right back Arteta wants. He plays Bellerin similar to like a Can a Cancelo type of right back, you know, and Cedric is more of a on the outside overlapping right back. So we don't really know what he wants. We're linked with Lamptey. If you guys don't like that. Bellerin is not good defensively, then you won't like Lamptey either because he his dribble pass numbers are just as bad as Bellerin, but he's quicker and younger, but he's also really, really short, you know, so take that into consideration as well. So I don't know. I'm interested to see. I think Garteta is going to surprise us on what kind of right back he likes. Um, I love Hakimi. I just don't see him coming to Arsenal, not without Europe. And I personally would like Max Ahrens if I had to choose out of the people that we're linked with. So interesting that's why i like
2: max Ahrens would be my least favorite um yeah. <laughs> why because why did you like him I, 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 it's not that i don't like him but you, you mentioned like some things about uh, lampty about you know his height which is a valid concern Ahrens is just as small um
4: i think he's 5'10" I believe he looks tiny. I don't
2: think Aaron's is five let me between five it. Max six to five eight. Legit, looks like a midget. Hold on, so,
4: I'm gonna get my Google out. Hold uh, on. Don't, don't
5: what's leave, one point
2: seven five? 8. I
4: like receipts. I like
5: receipts.
4: Five ten. What? Five no, ten. No, what's your source?
5: What's your source? Where? Where
2: is it? Google. This?
4: Yeah, Google but Google where? Google where? Nah. Which
5: where?
2: What? Wikipedia. Well, you guys here. can't oh. see it,
4: but he's up here.
2: There is no way he's no. I've got here 5'8".
4: 510, it says.
2: Uh, on his wiki, it says 1.78 meters.
4: Wikipedia, anybody can write that. Like, literally, I could go in there and change his Wikipedia. Let's go on to Transform. But don't you think he
2: looks tiny?
4: Mm, yeah. So what's 1.78 meters? What is five, that? In five
2: eight, Which is, okay, so, you know, it's not... It's not...
4: Well, that's tall than.
2: Than that's,
3: that's not that that's not that that's yeah
0: that's that's taller that's than than lampty
3: about my hat that that's that's not that small for for an effort, bullshit. no it's <laughs> it's not but he looks way
2: smaller than that so maybe i've got that wrong but he but he's not as athletic as lampty and lampty
4: is also having issues with injuries you know he are is, we sure that he's going to be able to but so is everyone No. yeah
5: this is I feel Max Max like Arons so, is so everyone is having seven. issues. Huh? Yeah. F- Max Aaron's is five foot seven. <laughs> no, five he's seven. not five <laughs> ten stories are not they're not true. Five ten, they're lying about five ten because he, he is he does not look ten. like a five ten player. He nah. do not look like a five foot ten.
4: Some player. people look,
5: look smaller than what they actually nah, are. Nah, 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 he nah. looks tiny. I d does. I I'm I'm not as negative about Max. I, I think if there's an argument for Lamp T.
2: Um, It's not that I don't like
5: him. I like him. Uh, I'm not going to spend 30 million on him, sorry. But I think if there's an argument for Lamptey, there's just as valid an argument for for Max Ahrens. To be fair, to be fair, um, I don't think um, people could be... And I am in favour of Lamptey, but I I don't think um, you can justify saying, yeah, Lamptey, but no. Max Aron, so, do we
4: want another think. Chelsea flop or what? Because Lampy is technically a Chelsea flop. No, that's he's
5: harsh. Not. That is no, very, that's no, very, very. very very harsh. Lamptey but is not. He won't be coming here to retire. James
4: and No,
5: he's not a Chelsea flop. They wanted. Him, they, 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 they wanted him to stay. He he, he, he didn't stay. I know that.
3: the thing. The thing is, is that Lamptey. I think the high yeah. is, is, is a reasonable consideration. I think Lampy, however, is very good. Um, my ideal right back would, however, be a player. Um. Of um of of like high, a bit taller um I would like extreme PMP um, and very mm. good technical qu- capabilities. I need some. I don't know what attacker wants, but I, that's what I would need in a fullback. I need a fullback that has transitional speed. That means um, being able to do high speed runs at a, at a high frequency, defensively and offensively both. Being able to overlap, underlap, um, with regularity, even if the ball doesn't come. I don't want my wife blowing a Yeah, I don't want Who is my, this, yeah. who is this
4: person that you're speaking of? This person who cost a hundred million.
3: No, no, <laughs> the there's there's players out there. I, I can literally give there's one guy is um I think he played for Stadaren. His name is Brendan Sobby.
5: He's who's he's, these Stadaren, who's these <laughs> who's these guys mad for what these guys leave like what's going on?
0: He's a very talented
2: Luke, rap, man, man. We, we just say, we just say, Dan would be like, these guys kill me, man. Rens. Are Rens. Today, uh, uh, and,
4: anyway like I like Ricardo I, I, Pereira, but he's a little on them. Yeah, he's at Leicester and he's a little older. As he's well. gonna
2: cost a, an arm and a leg as well. And he's getting on a yeah. bit. yeah, like that kind of mold. I think, right, but I think fullbacks are the easiest position to find. There's so many of them. That's why. That's yeah. why. That's why. So many low-level clubs actually have quite good fullbacks because they're not. Um, they're not difficult to find. You just have to be smart in the market. Um, mm. I, before we do move on to tomorrow's game, because I really do want to move on to tomorrow's <laughs> game. Um, I do want to just touch on David Louise and Gabriel's performance. Mm. Um, I thought Gabriel absolutely monstered Harry Kane and fuck harry kane by the way One yeah. of them mm. sorry like whoa, <laughs> whoa, no, whoa. seriously Bow. no Bow. he's, he's Bow. a nasty Bow. piece Bow. of work Bow. he is a nasty piece of work yeah he, yeah. yeah he was dirty he was let's have it right Sunday. he's a nasty piece of work what he did to gabriel was an absolute disgrace yeah it's horrible. An absolute disgrace and you know what we, we don't have anyone talking about it no one talks about it because what harry kane is the is the the golden child No, because yeah, but also because the
5: victim was an Arsenal player, so it don't
2: matter. I don't even believe in that. I just think Harry Kane's a massive twat, and you know people don't (laughs) talk about it enough because he does this kind of shit every game, along with the diving. You know, he's just a nasty piece of work, and it was all literally all because Gabriel had him up the whole game, couldn't take it, so thought, you know what, I'm gonna come in. And <laughs> forearm you in your neck. <laughs> like a weird place to forearm someone, but you know. Basically
4: commit assault. If you do that on the streets, you're going to jail. Exactly. <laughs>
2: like... <laughs> not Harry Kane though. Harry Kane ain't going to jail. <laughs> Harry Kane is, you know, Gabrielle will be going to prison for 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 that. Not not Harry Kane. But yeah, um, anyway, I don't want to talk too much about Spurs, but um, yeah, I just thought Gabrielle was fantastic, you know, and um. You know, he had a bit of a rough period when you come back from obviously COVID. I don't know how that's affecting players. It seems to be affecting players quite severely. So it's nice to see him looking back at his best. And I thought that was, that was I felt like that was a real uh, key performance from him now, like a real um, mark in the road of like, you know, what's, what's to come. Um, we can maybe look back to this performance in five years time and be like, yeah, This was the performance that set Gabriel on his way. Do you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And also I thought David Luiz, I'm not a David Luiz fan at all, but there's something about him in big games. I absolutely love the part where he screamed at Thomas Partey and um, who was it? Can't remember who else it was, and when they gave the ball away,
3: you're such a passion. Oh,
2: I love it. I'm a <laughs> massive passion merchant, right? But I love it because the thing is, when you are when your team is being cowards, and let's face it, in the last 15 minutes or so, we were shitting ourselves, right? Just like we were shitting ourselves on the sofa at home, the team was proverbially shitting themselves on the pitch. Yeah, they were literally putting themselves, and you need players in that moment to really stand up and be like, lads shit together do you know what i mean and i thought like louise did that it didn't work <laughs> mind you it didn't work because everyone still proceeded to, to poo themselves on the pitch still but um yeah i've got no problem with david louise in big games i think time and time again he really does come up trumps for us um and i'm 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 growing to like him as a uh, as a man not as a footballer, but as a man, I'm I'm growing to like it. But Jess, I'll 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 uh, I'll I'll go over to you with the Gabriel and Louis stuff. What what's your thoughts?
4: I just think it was funny. Like a couple of weeks ago, people were talking about Marie. Marie, I'm like, no, you guys, it's Gabriel. It just mm. is. He is the left side of center. You not back. a fan of Marie? I love Marie, but okay. Marie is what you pay for is what you get, and he's. We paid like four million for him and we we paid 25 for Gabriel. You can see the difference. There is a difference between the two. Gabriel's also younger, and he's just the way that he throws himself about physically, I think is what we need. We've been dying for a center back like this for so long. You know, most Arsenal fans will know, like the last couple of years have been catastrophic when it comes to center backs. It's been a joke. And the days of five, 10 center backs, those days are done you know, he's six, three, he's big enough to play in this league. He's technically secure in my mind. You know, he doesn't really just, you know, kick the ball out or do anything silly like that. And he's smart, you know, and I think the best thing for him is to learn how to shit house like, like David Louise, because he's one of the best ones at it. You know, I love how they will like, um, run towards the sideline. If the ball's like right there, it's not really going out and just wait for the player to bump them and they fall over. Mm. You know, they're way too big to be doing that. But it's- You're calling it me it. a
2: passion merchant. Look at Jessica. This, I love it. I <laughs> she love was celebrating stuff. throw-ins. I
4: do. I, was gonna, <laughs> I, I,
3: I can't lie, you sound like a passion merchant.
4: <laughs> so, I mean, for me, it's just like, I think that it's 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 so good that they they can play together and Gabrielle can get that experience as much as we all know that there's a mistake in David Louise around the, uh, you know, around the corner, he's getting invaluable, you know, experience from working with one of the best center backs, like pretty much in our generation, like as much as we maybe don't like him, David Luiz is a, is a class center back. He has been for years, you know, so I think that they played well. Um, I think this was an immense performance in particular from Gabriel and um, yeah, he just established himself as that left-sided center back, which I'm happy about. And I can't be upset. I, you know, and I'm I'm actually not opposed to the David Luiz getting a, an extension. Ooh, that's
2: what I was gonna ask you next. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I'm not I'm not opposed to it. Um. At first, I kind of was. I was like, well, I'm not sure. But looking, I mean, if we're a team that's ran better, you know, um, and we weren't in the situation that we are financially, and where we are in the league, I would be like, no, no reason to because we could replace him. But we don't know what's going on with Saliba. Mavropanos is not coming back, and I don't think that holding is better than louise i think we need somebody with that type of quality even though we know he's going to have a howler once every couple games you know mm. so we'll see what happens but yeah the, the extension been, i'm down for
2: he has been good under arteta you know i think arteta has like you know when we talk about the negatives about um arteta we we don't often talk about you know players who have actually improved under arteta and i think louise has has um, legitimately improved under Arteta, and I think that's d- due to a number of reasons, like a, a, a way better defensive structure.
4: Not playing uh, with Mustafi, maybe. Not playing
2: with Mustafi, but I think that, that I think Jess, you touched on it there. I think the simple option here is sell Rob Holding, bring Saliba back, and fine, give Louise his one year. Or extra. just
4: bring Saliba back. I don't think getting rid of Holding is necessary. He's not that bad. But you can't have Saliba, Louise,
2: and Holding.
4: Yeah, well, Holding, and I think, Gabriel, will be okay on, to be yeah. a squad player yeah. at Arsenal. I just you think there's too
2: many centre backs. Chambers five? is still there.
4: Yeah, well, I, think, Cham- I think Chambers, Chambers. is going to leave. He should go. He should go. You
0: I know?
2: think five so, is too much. Really? Yeah, and and the reason the reason I say it is, is for example, you 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 raised a, a good point earlier was, you know, essentially you you spoke about if we don't get Europe, we need money, right? Mm. Now, Holden, whether we like him or not is one player who is probably going to generate. A fairly decent amount of money, if we sell him, we could probably because he's had a decent season. We could probably fetch. Uh, t- now, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't want to go overboard, but maybe about ten million for him.
5: Oh, I, I thought he was going to say more. No, no, I wouldn't say to, that. that I probably, I, I would have agreed with. It's ten, all right. Ten, 10's well. about
3: right. Yeah, ten to fifteen. For like, yeah, I think COVID market ten probably. We're not going to get maybe that money from the these.
2: And we're not going to sell Gabriel. We don't want to sell Gabriel. We don't want to sell Mary. So if we do want to give Louise a contract, sell Holden. He's going to generate some revenue for us. Bring Saliba back in. There's your four centre-backs. Rely on those four for the rest of the season, for that season. I think that's, I think that's four. If we really- don't
4: have Europe, for sure, because there's no reason to have more than four centre-backs if we're just going to be playing in the Prem. I mm. think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I mean, knowing her. our luck,
2: we go into this season with four in uh, four centre backs, and three of them were injured after the first week. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it is.
3: Uh, and it'll
2: be Zakai at centre back. Yeah, Zakai uh, at centre back, nice. brilliant. And we'll be bringing Mustafi back on a six-month loan from <laughs> uh,
3: Bundesliga two Schalke. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> no, nah, Schalke don't
5: him.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, That's Kolasinac why. they bloody... would
4: still be on loan, right? We can yeah, bring him back. is
3: coming back, man.
2: Oh god, brilliant! Uh, uh, Shabs and Dan, before we move on to the thing, I'll, I'll just let you round off on the Gabriel and Luigi stuff. Um, how impressed were you by them?
3: I think I think um, Jess summarized this really well. I'm happy to to go with what Jess said mainly. Um, I think I wouldn't be too too opposed to giving Louise a contract, only on the on the on the condition that we sell both Chambers and Holding to make money. Otherwise, I I, I think um. I think uh, that's too many centre-backs. And I think Mavropanas will probably go for money as well this summer if he's mm. not getting another known. Seven or eight million do... for him? I think we can get more. Um, mm. he's, he's having a good season in the Bundesliga. He's having a good season at Stuttgart. They're not doing too badly. I think it'll be a long, probably plus option move for Mavropanas, however. So yeah. let's see. But um, we need to shift some centre-backs. We have a lot of them. And uh, I need Saliba to play next season.
2: Yes. I need it. Absolutely need it because... Saliba's my my boy, my boy. Um, let's move on to the game tomorrow then. So one question I want to ask you all is: How many minutes is it going to take for us to be two 0 down? Um, no? We're
3: conceding one no goal, not two. Not no takers. We're we conceding one, but not two. I think we, we usually. Are we conceding concede first? One. Because that will just be a scary. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so.
2: Mm.
3: Uh, well, typical Arsenal.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, look, we we should be. This this game should be. A, a walkover really that but is should, that is that exact calm. type of mentality be, that's going to get us in trouble right be. yeah be is, that, is, is that type of mentality that's going to really get us in yeah. trouble tomorrow right <laughs> it's going into the game with my with my mentality of this is going to be a walkover um so yeah we still need to approach it um in a professional manner um but does that mean that Arteta is going to go in strong knowing international break is round the corner you know West Ham on Saturday Get through that and you got two weeks off.
5: I think he has to.
4: I he's not he gonna to. risk it. He knows this, he, he can't knows risk his it, team. He? We know this team. Mm. Look how they looked with a man up on a dead Spurs team. They were <laughs> yeah. dying to give that up. Like you mm. know, I don't think he's mm. gonna risk it. I think we're gonna see a strongest, pretty strong team. Yeah, which means I don't think we're gonna see Martinelli. So I know I see a lot of people saying Martinelli should start this game i put money on it that he's not gonna to play today, or tomorrow. He won't tomorrow. start. No, I, I don't think I, he will.
5: I don't think I, he should I, either.
4: You don't think he should? I think he Martinelli should. Martinelli so,
5: should. should start the game.
2: Uh, absolutely. I don't think nah, should. I don't, I think don't he mind them. son. The thing is- I don't think he should. I the the think thing is, still... I, I understand the sentiment about going with a strong side, right? But I don't think Martinelli is much worse than what we have.
5: So it's the, I don't it's,
2: look at Martinelli
5: as a weakness person it's, it's 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 not about him being uh, I'd play him up front. a weakness per se it's about doing a professional job for me i think that's that the, the priority is is doing a professional job and that's that's not me saying that i don't believe martinelli can do i would go with the precedent that i play the strongest possible lineup available to me i wouldn't worry about west ham's game that's on sunday deal with that when you get there finish it finish your food don't play with your food that's that's what i'd say that's your day. motto yeah but yeah don't, play, don't, with don't play with your food don't, that's it we're 2-1 up we, we 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 had to work hard to get in the position and actually i we're think three one that, that that 3-1 uh, up yeah that olympiacos get uh, two clear goals up is, is what i meant to say relax dan man. i know you've got a haircut now and you're looking sharp and that but yeah like, we're free one up. am going fight <laughs> chill man i meant two clear goals <laughs> I meant but we, we, we had to we had to um yeah we, we had to work hard that game could have actually and should have been so much more comfortable for us than it was um you know we got we, we, we got the scares, and it's not that we had to work hard to get there, but yeah, like you know I wasn't comfortable at moments in the game. I'm not taking a chance on that at the end of the day, the league. Yes, but as it, as exciting as it is to look and say we're tenth, but actually we're only a couple points off of it, and if we win and they lose and blah blah blah, then we'll climb it. Listen, we've been tenth for most so of you the He wouldn't season. even rotate Partey. Partey,
4: yeah. I, That's I think say, partay, Don't play yeah. with my heart. will, will Al-Nini Al-Nini
5: can't play. So can't play. can't touch pitch. No, So cannot touch pitch. That guy. So has to play. That guy's a
4: liability. Has to. You
5: El Nenni has to start. He has to.
4: He, he did the press conference and they've been talking about him like shooting yeah. and all this kind of stuff. They're building up to him. It's going to be another
2: El stink stinker where we have to take him off after nope. four or five minutes. He so, scored a, a
4: banger last time. He's what do you crab. mean? Yeah. Put your respect on Pyramid Pirlo. What yes. do you mean? Ooh. He is
5: rubbish. I wouldn't go that far. need to understand. I wouldn't <laughs> go as far as Pyramid Pirlo, <laughs> but <laughs> 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 for, for various reasons. Right. He
2: He
3: plays like Perlo right now.
5: For various reasons, Luz,
2: Luz is taking those c- two But Looz is no taking no no to The name. No we we'll come back. Luz Luz a is a full, good full player.
4: He's just he's, he's been good, kind he's, of poor the last couple times. Yeah. I mean, we need to take care of business.
2: Yeah, you know exactly. What? And El Neni's going to take care of your business. El
4: Nenny and Jaco can take care of business and let us party. at
2: halftime? Yeah, and we've had two shots on goal, and.
4: What is that? How would that change if Ceballos was in there? He doesn't take shots.
5: Wow.
2: He
4: doesn't score goals.
5: But Ceballos gets the ball right. forward. Listen,
2: Does he?
4: When he's not turning
5: it over, when he's not
2: he giving just, it like, away. He dribbles from side to Sp- side yeah.
4: like this. this, the, this dribbles yeah. to the person he and hands it off to them. Yeah. Yeah. Taking
3: That's 18 no, touches. No,
5: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah.
3: before hey, so he buyers, gets his head
2: up. this is and not going to run guys right? I'm the host of this podcast Liz, Liz, Liz. your of advice
3: has no appreciation for the space that he has to create for other players he gets into the space <laughs> like, <laughs> like move so, off me bro do you, know, do you
2: know why do you know why we scored the goals against Olympiacos to win the
5: game I know why a Danny them. Okay, yeah, I know why we, we conceded Because we moved Danny further forward. I know why we conceded them. He
4: almost killed us off against Benfica, let's be real. Like, yeah, you know. He de- he no, not almost. In,
5: yeah. He definitely, yeah, okay. he, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, we have to put it out the bag again. I can't
4: Sabayas. wait to send him in a nice old package back to Real Madrid at the wow. end of the season. Yeah, I'll be honest I, with I've you, actually, I'm, done, I'm done with like Sabayas. I him, but I'm mm-hmm. over it now. I'm, I'm, done yeah, I'm, I'm
5: done with him too. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with I'm done with Honestly speaking, like it's it's all. No, like, I had so this. well, and now just done. nah. I had big stocks in him, but nah, no way, man. There's really there's like nothing that I haven't seen from this guy that um he can show me nothing, 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 nothing. Not anymore, man. Nah, I'm tired of that guy. So you sh- but sh- sh- you anyway, giving El Nene a five-year deal next. <laughs> nope, not me, but. Anyway, we need to go out and do a professional job, is my view, and mm. I, there's nothing to play for in the league. This is the most important uh, competition, so this is our. This is every Europa League game that we play is a cup final for Arsenal from now to the end of the season. So we've got to go out and don't play with your food. That's it. Don't play with your food. Uh, just before we wrap things up, then I, just, I do want to have a,
2: a serious conversation about Marcelli because um, Arteta was asked about Marcelli today. And he mentioned that, you know, he said, it's my fault. Should be getting more minutes, but it's my fault. You know, we know it's your fault, Mikel. Yeah, who else's fault would it be? Um, Jess, you you are shaking your head profusely right now at my comments. Um, Tell me why Arteta rates Martinelli
4: because he's not doing anything to show us that he he doesn't like he's 19 years old, coming from the fourth division of the Brazilian league. And he's coming off of a horrific injury that usually takes almost two years for you to get back from the kids, not ready. There's obviously issues between Martinelli in terms of where he wants to play and where Arteta sees him. I think they're training him up to play center forward. That being said, if you're going to play center forward for Arsenal, you're definitely behind a bombing so where are you going to play? Like I just people, Oh, well, he's, you know, all he has so much passion and he plays so hard and all that kind of stuff. Well, if you want him to play that way, then he needs to be hundred percent ready physically, you know, or else he's going to get injured. This kid gets injured in warm up because he's trying so hard. He needs to relax and be patient. He's 19 years old. He shouldn't be starting for Arsenal. Saka is an anomaly. Emile Smith Rowe, these players shouldn't be starting for Arsenal. They're starting because our senior players are crap. You know, so I don't really see, I don't see the issue like right now. I don't get it. I'd rather just see him next season when he's physically (sighs) actually ready to do it. And let's not, we have to take into consideration the fact that he's maybe not tactically ready to play for Arsenal. Like last season, Arteta was just fighting for his life, just digging through the mud, trying to make things work, you know? So we're not even playing the way that we're playing last season, where it was just Martinelli and Saka passing to each other up the left-hand side. The tactics have, have evolved and Martinelli, last time I saw him play, he was dead tactically. We all were like, against "Well, Chelsea? look at against Man United, against Man United yeah, when we played he played against he them, contract, that was contract, that was his fault." Was that well, everybody was like, "Wow, look at that that goal saving header that he he made. He actually had to do that and run back because he wasn't in his position." So. Let's just give it a minute. He literally Arteta has done absolutely nothing up until this point to make me think that he doesn't rate Martinelli. I think it's the opposite because we know if he starts if Martinelli plays like crap, what are we gonna do? We're gonna turn on him. Not me. So I I think he's protecting him to be honest.
2: (laughs) That is the lie. I won't turn I I won't turn on Martinelli. I won't turn on Martinelli. I've got I've just got a few things to address to Jessica, right? So I understand I hear what you're saying. I, I do hear what you're saying, and in fairness, I'm just trying to be like devil's advocate, really, truly. Really, because mm-hmm. I do think there is probably a logical reason as to why. I I, I don't really um, buy into the fact that Arteta completely hates him and stuff like that. But I do think there's something a bit off. And I'll, I explained to you why. You're putting the kid on the bench, right? Which indicates to me that he is fit enough to play if needed, right? Otherwise, why put him on the bench? You know, there's no point of him being there. So why put him on the bench if you're not going to use him, right? And there's been there's been times where you could have used him. There's been times you could have used it. Instead, he's brought on Willian. Even if you don't see him as a center, even if you don't see him as left winger, he's played left winger against Chelsea and was very very good against Chelsea. Instrumental to our the the, the 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 side that you see now and how we're performing right now. Martinelli was instrumental in that. Renaissance, that 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 game where we turn things around. Renaissance, oh, okay. Renaissance, sorry. I think it's a that.
4: little bit overstated. I think a Smith Rowe and Sokka were more instrumental, and Martinelli He's... was more running around. Oh, he was passion. No,
2: oh, please. He was you more are...
4: passion than actual. But he you know... was
2: still, but he was still instrumental in that result because.
4: But why do we need him? Why? Like we have a Smith Rowe, Saka, Pepe. Why do we need him? Because we have
2: William playing. I think I
4: think the Williams main... played good in the last couple of games, so like I, mean, I don't really good, get. Good, I still don't good, get it.
2: Good for the standards that he has set for himself.
3: Do you know? What, do you know what the thing is in football? Fo- football is about um, gaining experience continuously and gaining gaining at a good level. Um, and obviously, Martinelli has been injured, but he came back. He was part of this renaissance that we had. And um, ultimately, when he was playing under Emery, he was he was looking like our best youngster. It was not like he was just. I know on the left wing, I, I don't like him as much. And um same here. He wasn't he wasn't just running around on, on the emory. He was very he was he looked like an accomplished kind of center forward. There were there were, there were managers of the Club were coming out and saying this kid is ridiculous, basically. Like what well, he's got in terms of his energy and also his ability to find space, um, trouble the defenders that try to mark him his and get away and finish as well. Um is is way beyond this age. So this is this is a talent that Arsenal fans have every right to be um, excited about. And when he then comes back, he performs well against Chelsea. Um, I don't think he performed well against United. Um, I don't. Well, think a lot he, of players didn't I, perform well against nah, United. They didn't. Anyway. They didn't. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm just trying to be um, objective in, in, in this analysis, you know. So uh, I kind of get why 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 he changed at uh, halftime. And I, 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 I'm, I'm for managers making changes as soon as they see them. So make the change if you see something that's not right. Change it. But the problem was that in the, the the following six, seven games, he was on the bench, not utilised at all. And there were games where I thought, okay, you're bringing on Lacazette with 10 minutes to go, yeah. I it forward. Bring, bring on Martinelli. I, I, we, we know Lacazette is not going to do much in those 10 minutes. Lacazette is a player that is better when he starts the game. So... Um, off the bench, I don't really, I don't really see Lacazette as a good option for us, to be honest. And if you don't want to play, bring on Martinelli left wing, I, I can understand that. If you want to build him as a centre forward, then do that, please. But bring him on as a centre forward off the bench. Um, start with Lacazette or Aubameyang, and Aubameyang can also play left wing at, at, at times. So I just feel like there have been nearly double double figures um, in terms of the opportunities that he had to use them, and he just didn't. And that that is. There is that is. I think that's poor. That's poor squad management. You need to try utilize all your players. And um, I get that we have our objectives in the Europa League and the league, and we need to reach those. And um, I, I think for the Europa League, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't start him. I'd like him to start. I understand the importance of this game. Just wrap this tie up. um But he needs. He needs to come on. And 60th, 70th minute, Martinez needs to come on. And then in the West Ham game, I would look um, at, um, at maybe bringing him on late as well, like the 80th or something. He just needs to get minutes. It's about getting minutes, not just starting games and being the main sort of main sort of guy or player. Um, it's about getting minutes, and not getting minutes is not good for a player of this this talent. Like he's got, he's a real centre forward talent. If you look around Europe, and you look at who can you buy a centre forward when Aubameyang leaves. The answer is the Arsenal Football Club. We have Martinelli. We have Balogun. Okay, Grant, he hasn't extended yet, but the answer is internal. We need to we need to develop these talents as well as we can um, to, to have them ready. Uh, I, yeah, I think yeah, to, just, going, yeah.
4: to be fair, I think that a lot of the substitutions are pre-planned. And I think you know, Arteta leans on experience. It's something that I think we're used to at this point. You know, if he's in a bind or in a you know a situation where he feels like he needs something specific, a lot of times he will just revert to the senior players and not really, you know, lean into youth, um, take that for, for what it's worth, but that's why David Luiz plays. That's why William plays. That's, that's why Jaka plays. It's more about experience than anything. And I, I really 100% believe that next season is Martinelli season. Once Lacazette leaves, I think then he'll, he'll get more playing time. I'm not super worried about it and trust me, Adu is not going to be, have a hand or be responsible in ruining, you know, the next big Brazilian star. He he won't Adu will not allow that to happen. I'm sorry. Like it's not happening. I I follow Brazil really closely and he he he's not gonna he's not gonna just let Arteta do whatever to Martinelli. I
2: I I I do agree with what you're saying. And I I just think My my points kind of echo Dan's. I do think it's just a waste. Similar to what we did with Saliba, right? Mm. These these kids are at crucial years of their development, right? And he's already come off a massive injury. Saliba came off an injury and we just sat him there for six months. Well, it wasn't six months. Well, that was careless.
4: I I do agree with this. It's just
2: dumb. It's dumb to me. And we're just wasting crucial years of these kids' development. And, you know, we don't, we, we don't know what's going to happen in, in the future. And if there's opportunities to play him, he should be playing. And, and, and that's my feelings. Isn't it? And I don't think there would be any conversations about it if he was getting, you know, 20 minutes off the bench, you know, or, or you know, a, a half here or a start there. No one's asking for him to start every game. I don't, I, he isn't in our strongest eleven. As it stands, he isn't in our strongest 11. But I do think he needs to be getting these minutes and we're just wasting his development. And he hasn't played a lot of first team football. You're right. He came from the fourth tier of Brazilian football. You know, he was playing senior football at a very young age. And he's he's probably skipped parts of his development where he might have been playing in the youth teams and stuff like that at, at his age. And um... think, you
5: see, I I disagree with that a bit, because I I think as a as a yeah, a little bit the, the the games that you get as a young player, but I think the most valuable thing about youth development is getting minutes. And I think um the fact that he you know him and his camp, whether he's his, his dad who advises him or whatever, they, they made that decision to to, to to go to that club at that level to ensure that you got minutes, but play the, the the men's game. And I think that's why we see him being able to cope physically. I think that's why he's got the intensity to his game that that he has in a way that he wouldn't have, if, I think, in the same way if he were playing that youth football. I think 100%, there's no substitute I agree with you, for... I'm wherever. just saying, if you're
2: not playing your first team, he would be playing for the youth.
5: You mean at I Arsenal? My
2: if he wasn't, you mean wherever
5: he was? Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, maybe not. I don't know what my point is. To be fair. <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> I don't. You see, with I, the, with I, I, the, essentially, I'm just with, saying
5: he needs to play. Yeah, he needs to play with the with the Martinelli thing. I don't really think there's much debate about it. I think Arteta's come out himself. He's questioned on it. He came out. He said, if anything, it's his fault. You know. Um. You know. What. What. Whatever we make of that, I think he knows, and that's an, how I interpret that. Is that's an acknowledgement that actually he should be playing him he should offer the, the the kid more minutes there is an argument about like you know what's three minutes of game time going to do for him coming on the day? you know the, I hear that argument as well I think he needs meaningful minutes um, but yeah I think that sim- similarly there have been opportunities to give him meaningful minutes in some of the um, more recent games that we've played and he's just not featured at all and he's fit He's on the bench. So, yeah, I get why people ask the, the question. I thought, but I agree with points that Jess made earlier. I agree with points that um, you've made, Lou, and German Dan. You know, I, I think I uh, I see all parts, really. But, yeah. Um, do you know what ties
3: in with, with me for I think is, um, it's something that has happened before with Saliba. Looking, You're looking at a talent that you're thinking, why is he not. Yeah, so that playing? makes us anxious. So, I, get yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, 100%. I agree, for sure. But, but get one it. Thing. And then it also ties in with. We, we we you said that was fighting for his life last season, Jess, but he was fighting for his life this season for real. Like and he we,
4: brought he brought him in, he brought yeah, him he in, did. and, and Smithrow yeah.
3: in. I'm i yeah. kind of linking this to his way of thinking, his way of approaching the game, and and I get that you need to lean on experience. Um, we have some very experienced players in this side. Tinney has played loads and loads of games, he's only 23 played loads of games. David is very experienced, I don't mind him playing at all. I know Gabriel has not actually played that much senior football, which is quite surprising. Bellerin, very experienced. Jacques is very experienced. Party, very experienced. Aubameyang is very experienced. So is Lacazette. Lacazette um, is very experienced. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good and enough On spot. a higher
5: wage, he's on at 180 that's, a week as well. That's, that's, that's good, the f- If he doesn't play, if if Lacazette doesn't play. Then there's questions as well or why are you not playing lacazette you know the, the answer is easy game. the answer is easy he wants the him to go the yeah, but, that, but, that, well. but that's fine but you also there is also something about using the player so that you know with what little value um, yeah you know you, gotta you, gotta you've you got, got to maintain his value you've got to maintain his value if he doesn't play you, you, need,
3: you mm. need to utilize the squad it's about squad utilization look at tuchel mm. adds chelsea he's he's basically used every player he's basically used every pair that's not one player we he's not played in the same period of time in which um, Atletico has not used Gab- Gabriel Martinelli, which is but a that's player like, who's that's already one player. For
4: that's one not, player, that's one player. Like he has utilized his squad. It's just we're anxious about this one particular player mm-hmm. because we love him so much and he it's was not so just good one last season. For me.
3: I think Who n- else? Nelson has not played, and Ketty have not. They have not. Nelson hasn't He's done, done
4: anything to deserve minutes. I just I don't get True. the True. Nelson thing. I don't say he deserves minutes. I'm, I'm saying Atletico doesn't utilize
3: the squad and. We are we are, we are going through a lot of fixtures, and you're looking at Saka right now. He looked tired against Spurs, and then yeah, he had to he's, come up he's finished. He
2: needs two games off. <laughs> I don't even want him to be go go. Don't, I don't want him to go yeah. with England. Chill at home, mate. Use the
3: squad a bit better. Just make the subs a bit earlier sometimes. Try finish the game very strongly. Get two three goals, then get these guys off. We need to use the squad. I think we we're, we're getting to a crucial stage now where all the games are important. I get that, but we need to try use the squad as well as possible because. We need to go deep into Europa League and I, don't, I have not written off the league. We're still competing in that league. So, mm. yeah. Mm. All right, guys, healthy <laughs> debate
2: at the end. I enjoyed it. Uh, mm. Jessica, I hope you uh, had a great time. Um, where can people find you on Twitter?
4: Oh, yeah. You guys can follow me on Twitter at It's Just Senior. So, um, and do you want to give your, uh,
2: your podcast a plug as well?
4: Oh yeah, um, she knows Arsenal on YouTube. Just type those words in, she knows Arsenal and I'll pop up somewhere. So you'll see me right there talking about Arsenal all day long.
2: Perfect. So yeah, th- thanks for coming on. Uh, I hope you oh, have yeah, had sure. a good time. Shabs, German Dan, lovely. Thank you for coming on as well. Bless, bless. Take it easy. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I have> man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's got To
0: 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. This is is a melody. Baby, welcome to the party. Uh I'm off the Myers in the lead. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Uh Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go uh-huh. Baby welcome to the party. Send baby, baby, baby baby, baby, don't baby don't Just lower your tone, lower your tone. You can get my Sports Social Podcast Network.